Welcome to the Undomesticated Housewife Podcast. I'm Stacy, and I am a mess, but I am also fearfully and wonderfully made by God, and I am on a journey to glorify Him in everything that I do so that I can serve my family well, love my friends deeply, and grow closer to the Lord. Whatever season you're in right now, I invite you to join me so that we can steward our gifts and abilities together and navigate the crazy chaos of being a mom, wife, and woman. Let's do this. I want to invite you to join me as I slow down and reflect on the birth and coming of Christ. Cozy up with your kiddos and your families, get some tea, hot cocoa, whatever you like, as we read through the book of Luke every single day leading up to Christmas Eve. Following each reading, I will share some simple and practical tips to create an atmosphere of peace, comfort, and joy in your home this holiday season. Luke chapter 5. The first disciples. As the crowd was pressing in on Jesus to hear God's word, he was standing by the lake. (sighs) Genesaret? I don't know. I'm sorry. He saw two boats at the edge of the lake. The fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, which belonged to Simon, and asked him to put out a little bit from the land. Then he sat down and was teaching the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out deep Put out into deep waters and let down your nets for a catch. Master, Simon replied, we've worked hard all night and all day and caught nothing. But if you say so, I'll let down the nets. When they did this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets began to tear. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. They came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' feet and said, Go away from me because I am a sinful man, Lord. For he and all those with him were amazed at the catch of the fish they had taken, and so were James and John, Zebedee's sons, who were Simon's partners. Don't be afraid, Jesus told Simon. From now on you will be catching people. Then they brought the boats to land, left everything, and followed him. While he was in one of the towns, a man was there who had leprosy. All over him, he saw Jesus fell face down and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Reaching out his hand, Jesus touched him, saying, I am willing, be made clean, and immediately the leprosy left him. Then he ordered him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest and offer what Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. But the news about him spread even more, and and large crowds would come together to hear him and be healed of their sicknesses. Yet he often withdrew to deserted places and prayed. On one of those days while he was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and also from Jerusalem. And the Lord's power to heal was in him. Just then some men came, carrying on a stretcher a man who was paralyzed. They tried to bring him in and set him down before him. Since they could not find a way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on the stretcher through the roof tiles into the middle of the crowd before Jesus. Seeing their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. Then the scribes and the Pharisees began to think to themselves, Who is this man who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But perceiving their thoughts, Jesus replied to them, Why are you thinking this in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up and walk. But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he told the paralyzed man, I tell you, Get up, take your stretcher, and go home. 
Immediately he got up before them, picked up what he had been lying on, and went home glorifying God. Then everyone was astounded, and they were giving glory to God. And they were filled with awe and said, We have seen incredible things today. I just dropped my Bible. That was a little bit awkward. (laughs) I'm also sitting in my car, which is a little awkward. (laughs) All right, verse 27, the call of Levi. After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at, the, sitting at the tax office, and he said to him, Follow me. So leaving everything behind, he got up and began to follow him. Then Levi hosted a grand banquet for him at his house. Now there was a large crowd of tax collectors and others who were guests with them, but the Pharisees and their scribes were complaining to his disciples, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus replied to them, It is not those who are healthy who need a doctor, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinners to repentance. Then they said to him, John's disciples fast often and say prayers, and those of the Pharisees do the same, but yours eat and drink. Jesus said to them, You can't make the wedding guests fast while the groom is with them, can you? But the time will come when the groom will be taken away from them, then they will fast in those days. He also told them a parable. No one tears a patch from a new garment and puts it on an old garment, otherwise not one will tear Not only will he tear the new, but also the piece from the new garment will not match the old. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins. It will spill and the skins will be ruined. No, new wine is put into fresh wineskins. And no one, after drinking old wine, wants new. Because he says, the old is better. That is it for today. Tomorrow we are going to read chapter 6 on December 6th. My encouragement for you today is actually a direct quote from my mother. I was super inspired by a post that she reshared that she had written back in 2018, and I just really want to share that with you tonight. She said, He is Emmanuel, God with us. Even in the thick of chaos and pain, even in the dark, He is with us. That's what I want to encourage you with tonight. God is with us even when we are paralyzed with fear or paralyzed with worry and anxiety for the future. God is with us even in those hard moments, even when it seems impossible. He is with us and he gives us Emmanuel as a hope to cling to. He gives us Jesus. He gives us Christmas. So if you find yourself struggling through the season of darkness and maybe some seasonal affective disorder or some kind of seasonal depression... I 100% want to encourage you to cling to the hope of Emmanuel. Even if that's all you can do is just say his name, Emmanuel, God is with me, God is with me, God is with me. Even in the dark, he is with me, and he is Emmanuel. Good night, y'all. Friend, thank you for joining in this conversation. You can find a new episode every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, as well as other streaming services that will be linked in the description. I encourage you to head over to my Instagram at underscore undomesticated.housewife underscore. Join the community and let's do this.